This is an Anami podcast. Hello, you growing babies. You grow gang, you growers. I, we're still figuring it out. We're still figuring out the name for the audience. Uh, welcome back to the pod. Today, I am talking with the most requested person so far. Um, my old friend, my first love, my longtime co-star, someone whose life uh, is just connected to mine forever because of what we were together on Ned's, you know? Um, it's Lindsay Shaw, the sweet Mose, the Mose to my Ned. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we talk about a lot. We talk about our history. We talk about uh, what what our lives have been since Ned's and what Ned's has meant to us and kind of the different paths we went on um, for both good and bad and how we find ourselves now uh, reconnected as adults working together on our own podcast and just in a new place in all of our lives, her, me, and Daniel. And um, it's just a great conversation and, and I love seeing her and love seeing her doing well. Um, yeah. I hope uh, you enjoy this conversation as much as I did. Make sure you subscribe and follow and rate us and give us comments. We're on YouTube, Spotify, Apple. I love you. Enjoy the talk. Okay, growing uppers. Uh, I am producing this podcast with Anami. Um, I know on our show here, we talk a lot about adulting, growing up, tips to get through it. Um, but Anami provides a ton of other great content uh, on the same theme. They, they're providing content and resources for our young adult, setting up our adult lives. Um, there's so much to learn, and they're working with a ton of great creators. And their whole mission, get this, is to provide you this information for free. Thank goodness, because life's expensive and inflation is getting us all. But not with Anami's content. You can go get it for free, O-N-O-M-Y dot C-O. Check out the website, check out all the content, um, and uh, allow them to support you in your adulthood journey. I've been living in the shadow. Lindsay <laughs> Shaw. Lindsay Shaw, you bullied me into being on my I podcast. Know. You just, you bullied me. You were like, get me on. I knew the, You're I, a bad I, I friend. I knew the guilt would work. <laughs> I knew the guilt would work on you. I, I. And this is why I did it. This is why I did it. This is why I did it. I felt FOMO. Unreasonably, obviously. When I saw you and Daniel, I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, okay. And obviously I just was like, whatever, but th there's no rational reason that that was. And then it was brought up on another podcast with you and I, and I just felt like, oh, this train won't stop moving. Yeah. Yeah. Cause someone else gave me shit and then you just caught on. But I, I have to be honest, I'm only giving you shit because first of all, of course you were always coming on this podcast. I mean, like, of course, dude, we are intricately linked in this life. And... Beyond just, beyond just it being a fact that you would always come on, you were the number one most requested person in all of our comments. Everyone, and that's, that's the thing. You, me, and Daniel are connected for life because of this, because, I mean, because of Ned's and like, it, it's a strange thing. Like, no matter what I post or even in real life, like people are going to reference you and Daniel mm -hmm. when they see me. Yes. Yes. They're going to yes. go, All of Mose, my comments. Where's cookie. Ned? You mean where's, this about Ned? Where's Mose? Where's Cookie? Why'd you do him like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is like, it is It is lifelong that mm -hmm. that goes on. It's like on. we're the power of three. Yeah. The strongest <laughs> shape, right? Yes. And the one that I stuck and poked myself with here was so painful. <laughs> I hated a it. triangle? Yeah, a triangle right okay. there. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, no, I really, really feel that. And for a period of time, I was very disconnected from the innocence and friendship and connection of that show. Yeah. And I think coming back together with you guys and just being accepted and respected despite everything that, you know, 
it just was a cold affect for a while for me. Yeah. And it was, it was dark, right? And yeah. I had a lot of shame and guilt coming back from that. And yeah. in my mind, you both made all the right decisions in adulthood, in life, from the show, regardless of what external things there were. You both as people just like made the right choices to to fulfill your potential, right? In like a in a non-harmful way. Yeah. And um I really looked up to that and I really was like, fudge, I will never feel equal to mm. them. And I think doing my own work and just you you know how overwhelmed I was when I like first came back together with you. It was just like overwhelming and so cathartic. Yeah. And you know, I feel like I'm getting back to that place where where I thought of myself as that innocent, cute, sweet little thing, you yeah. know what I mean? Who can actually evolve out of all this crap and, you know, yeah. turn it into this this really beautiful um, life. But what I what, what was interesting to me is like, yeah, we both diverted down these paths, but I feel like we both have a similar collection of knowledge, maybe not experiences, but like knowledge and consciousness that I think we've both reached. Yeah. And... You know, it's it's kind of wild to me that we've come to the same conclusions, but we've diverged from very different from paths. Very different I, paths. Know. I know. It's so interesting. I mean, we had the whole Ned's experience, which was pretty fucking magical. Ugh. Like, so innocent, so pure, so good on all of us. Mm -hmm. What a special time. It kind of hurts me that Nickelodeon is going through this. Like, And, I, and I'm glad, but like, if, for me, it's just so not remembered that way and then for it to be villainized in such I a know. way. And I had no idea what was going on on these other sets. I, I, did, I We were just so innocent to that and that I was know. the assumption of what was happening everywhere. I know. Right? And a lot of people but, think that's what was happening on every set and it's not. We had a fucking magical time. We really did. Our set was really healthy <laughs> I mean it was good we were a family everyone was working together like mm -hmm. it was a beautiful mm -hmm. time in our yep. lives yep. um and yes then we got off the show I was 15 you were 17 um and we took very different life paths uh after we broke up oh. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you that mm -hmm. sent me down a road that was just a catalyst yeah. to a road that was there in my life and was mm -hmm. going to happen anyway. And I, that was like the first trauma outside of my parents yeah. that I reacted very poorly to. Yeah. Right. And like I reached out in directions for, for not, Escape. not good things. Yeah. Right. Like, like bad people, but those bad people, even at the time, she was so, like, they were so meant for me, Yeah, you know? And the things that I learned from them and the way that I healed and the way that I felt safe, like it's just an evolution of what I like deserved, you know? Yeah. But I definitely fell into a pit after yeah. that happened. I fell away from grace, which I felt like, you know, that cast offered a lot of grace. Like we were all just on this high vibe. Right. Yep. And I, I just completely was like, what's the other side like? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. I watched. I watched it happen. I watched who you started hanging out with and where you went. But I think you kind you wanted to. I, also I mean, knew that. that's gonna. Ha I, I was mean, like, this is where she wants to exactly. Go. And like, that's what I mean. A catalyst for a road that was that was gonna get tripped at some point. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, if you're if you're gonna do drugs, you're gonna do drugs. If you're gonna X Y Z, you're gonna X Y Z. Like maybe something can come in the middle of that and yeah. like break that up. But your susceptibility to that can be catalyzed at any time by anything. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And so um, I think that was that happened, and then I went on this sort of like. I got really spiritual and got off drugs, got back on drugs. Like, I mean, yeah. it just was like, I went wherever the wind blew. Yeah. And what I realized was that I wasn't able to heal from our thing mm. because I'm pretty sure the BPD that I was just recently diagnosed with, which yeah. I don't truly believe in labels, but I do believe that this emotional recklessness, I, I don't... I do, I don't, don't choose, choose it, it. like yeah. not on a on, not on this like yeah not on a conscious level yeah and um I couldn't deal like the main the main trigger point of that is being abandoned or rejected yeah which even perceived necessary right. healthy like all of it right. I just didn't even know so that that went to a, a depth of pain that I like didn't even know was there yeah you know and wasn't even that wasn't even all you under the surface that was just yeah. I mean, it cut it cut so deep with me too. You were my first like love, dude. You I loved you. Like Same. we were we were so close as friends before and then went through like hormonal teenage it's it was that first love when hormones are first a thing 
and we already had a really pure friendship and saw each other all the time and had so much fun together and we're fucking little maniacs together and we're creating like, together cre yes and creating magic and yeah. fun and yeah. all this shit and then like falling in love as you do at that age like it was so meaningful and so powerful and like you were my first in a lot of things and like it even though i didn't spiral into um 10 years of drugs <laughs> right, 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 right. no so it, it meant a lot to you <laughs> Uh, Where's your it's a competition. No, 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 no. I loved you more. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Like even, it was. Even though that didn't happen, it. I mean, it was. It was significant. Like yeah. the, us not working out as we never could have, as right. no one right can I, or should at that age anyway. Right. right, right. But it hurt so much. We went from every year, years together, and then such intense love together. <sighs> to n not being able to be around each other. Oh my. Yeah. Remember when we had to go to the Harlem, Dro Glo Harlem Globetrotters game? No, this you don't after remember. We broke? I no, was after so we just like, up? he's right there. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were oh, behind no, me. It was sounds... so awkward. We still had to like go to all these like random things oh. that like, what this got to promote? <laughs> yeah. Oh. No, that sounds and, awful, And dude. I just, I just, I just was just like, yeah. You were also this like fairy, t I mean, it was just very like fairy tale to me, that mm. first love thing, yeah. the way we worked together. Like it was this sweet fairy tale, and then Mo's together, you yeah. know what I mean? I know, I know. And it's yeah. the fucking, yeah. it's. The, it was that, yeah. It's Ned and Mo's get together at the end of the season. I know. And Devin and Lindsay get together at the end of the season. Cute. Yeah. But no. And like love and carriage. But cute, but cute. then, but, but then, then painful. No. But then so painful. So painful. And yeah, so even though, like, even though it manifested in a different ways, like it, it was a, it was a deep wound. It took me a long time to like, just let it go, heal from like it. My legs look ugly. I'm so sorry. Wow, what a! I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm so sure sorry. No, nobody else Light notices. Also, I know people notice. Also, most hate tears, hate tears. I'm sorry. Also, I want to know. You're also, most people are listeners, not watchers. Actually, I don't know that that's true. I am trying to fulfill my potential on <laughs> Do this it. podcast. Cover your ankles, okay? <laughs> I am a Puritan at heart. Um, okay, so sorry. Um, but yeah, it took a long time. I think as any first intense love does, like it took a long time for me to like figure out. What it, what went wrong? What I want to be as a boyfriend? What love is like? It it definitely fucked with me for a really really yeah. long time. Yeah. And then we stayed in each other's. I really love the way we stayed in each other's lives. Yeah. Because. Yeah, going through a lot. But I just remember literally every so often, I remember these phone calls with you that were just like I would check in with you and be like. <gasps> <laughs> but it would just be for like one phone call and you yeah. just hold space and be like, I know. Yeah. I know. No, I see that. Yeah. Yep. And that happened several, several times. Yeah. And I just remember always thinking that I could reach out to you in that way. Yeah. You know, you it could. was not often, but yeah. it was like definitely during times of real distress. Yep. No, over the years, I loved that too, is like I still kind of knew where you were-ish and what was going on and I was worried about it. But knew there was no, yeah. There's no intervention. Nope. Like Lindsay's just got to play out what she's got to play out. Um, and I always got you when you would tell me what was going on. Like I always like, it wasn't just me like fake holding space. No, I no, always no, no, like, no, 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 I always no. like, I'm like, I know you and I love you. And that's and, why like, I, I remember. Got you. That's why I remember the conversations because like I truly felt like I was ta I was talking to somebody who really knew who I was. Yeah, you know what I mean, and who was who is holding, you know, who, who still saw me as that, even if I couldn't see myself as that. Like, yeah. that's always what I felt on those calls. That's why I kept calling you. Yep. You know? Yep. And it's, I mean, it's been amazing getting to, like, really reconnect now as adults and have oh. our have our Ned's podcast that's, like, really giving us something to create together and time together. And from my understanding and how I'm how I'm witnessing you is, like, you're doing fucking amazing right now. You seem, like, real fucking... Good. You know what, man? Makes me happy. I am good. I like am good. I'm letting go of that narrative mm. that I had for so long. Yeah. And I'm good. Like, yeah. I am still working through wounds for and sure. I still have these character defects that I fall into and they call it being like a, like a dry drunk because, you know, you're still acting out those behaviors that would have happened mm. had you been using, you know, mm. and 
it's really interesting to sit in those character defects. It's really lovely to know that they're just an imbalance of character gifts, you mm. know? Yeah. And those gifts, when you give too much or you give too, like, like those gifts are meant to be kept in balance. Yeah. And um, it's really hard. Yeah. But the greatest thing that I've learned is that forgiveness is about not re-victimizing yourself in the retelling. Yeah. Right. Not adding the shame. Maybe there's shame there to uncover. Yeah. But sitting there every time and being like rotten, 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 that's self-indulgent. Yeah. Right. That's really self-indulgent and it allows you to create more layers of isolation around yourself. Mm. And so the ability to just look at it and take responsibility for my side of the street mm. and not hate myself for making that mess mm. is life changing. Yeah. It's painful. Emotions are more available, but yeah. it's it's great. What what role did um and like how did that go about getting your BPD diagnosis? Yeah, so I call it on my um on my inventory shit show weekend one shit show weekend two those were my that was my last relapse August August thirty first twenty twenty one and by the grace of God day by day we march on and um, right I got to get my AA plug in there do it, and do then it, um, do it. no but for real like I mean. Sanity is earned every day, you know, yeah. like for me at yeah. least. And um, so a after falling down that pitfall, I was like, this is not just a love of alcohol. And like, this is a like, you, you need help or you need to check yourself in for a longer time in rehab and you need to be an inpatient because you can't take care of yourself and you don't know how to do that. Yeah. And so I went to a psychiatrist and she like went over a checklist of things. I had already kind of thought that I might be a candidate for these things. And I had read about it and she was like, definitely BPD. I mm. got on some medicine. I got deep in program and I haven't had another thought about it truly. Mm. And you know, not even like those cravings people say, like I was ready to put it down. I just couldn't. And it's because those emotional reactions that trigger, like I couldn't make any space between them. Yeah. It would literally yep. be like Shh, alcohol, Shh, alcohol. Yep. Like, and even when I knew it, it would, it would, I, I would feel guilty about hitting my dealer again. Yeah. And then it would switch into autopilot. And I would be just, these are the actions that you go forward now. This is what's been set into motion. And this is what you go do. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, I, I literally cannot believe that I feel this way. Dude. I can't believe it. I can't believe I actually know how to have fun again. Dude. Having water at a party. Dude. Have fun during game nights. Dude. Like, oh my God, getting to know people again. You know, I actually stopped getting to know people because yeah. I forgot how to have conversations. Yeah. Because I was always just like... Spinning on your yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah. Let me tell you about something I read. I was using other people's words constantly. Yeah, I had no wow. idea how I really felt. And learning more about that and learning, like, why I have felt like such a leaf blowing in the wind for my whole life. Like, that's not just part of being an actor. Mm -mm. That's not just part of, like, the craft. Mm -mm. No, that's that's a serious, like, mental distress yeah. that you have been taking on for a very long time. And, yeah. and wow, unfolding that and being finally properly medicated for that has changed my life. Like, I've never been happier. Dude. I have true moments of contentness now where I'm like... I'm just content. Yeah, just sitting. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Grateful. Yeah. Cool. Dude, awesome. Because, yeah, yeah, even pre-drugs, you had this on meds. You had a chaotic streak, man. Like, even as, even, as a, even as a beautiful, pure, innocent, young teenage girl, like, you had this chaos in you then. This isn't about, yeah, this goes deeper than the fucking it, drugs. This damsel in distress thing. Mm. And I think I took that a little too far. <laughs> right, right, right. No, really, but I realized being in damsel in distress is an archetype I've played since I tried to get my dad's attention. Mm. You know what I mean? When I visited him, like that's an archetype that I've, and I think that's an archetype a lot of women play. Yeah. And um, letting that persona go. Mm. has actually been very hard and very, very self-esteem building mm. because I'm like, wow, it is very embarrassing to be the damsel. I'm just like, mm. not if you are, like not if, not if, not if not there's like really, true distress, yeah, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. this inflicted distress yeah. that you're putting Creating on yourself to get it. attention and then yeah. that attention's not even enough to get you to stop. Like yeah. you just want that chase, right? You just want people to continue to save you. You want to be on the stretcher every night. You know wow. what I mean? And yeah. so that didn't work. And that was that was pretty crazy. And now I'm just like, whoa. Okay. Okay. That's, yeah. yeah. I was real menace to society, but it's okay. Yeah, it, it is okay. Yeah. It is okay. It's yeah. so fucking, like, 
I've I've loved you since I've met you. It's <laughs> like even through Same. all of it, it's just like, nah, I still love you and want what's best for you and you still deserve good things in this life and just like feeling fucking content and creative and fucking yeah. Yeah. connected. Yeah. yeah. Like feeling you deserve power. all those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Feeling that power from the inside, earning things, like earning my yoga practice, earning, you know, putting time into things and not, I don't know, it's it's wild how much time you have to actually live and how little I've actually experienced mm, because I was locked psych- in that box. Yeah, exactly. when you're just cycling ups exactly. and downs on drugs, for exactly. sure. I just wasn't looking at it in my 20s because I got to be honest, I was working a decent amount. Yeah. And so there weren't truly consequences to the actions. Right. The consequences were here for right. sure, and right? Like, but like I still had money to buy ex- that shit. Exactly. Like I still... <laughs> I st- nobody was telling me anything, right? I wasn't right. being put in my place. I wasn't, boundaries were never a thing for me. Like right. c- people kind of let you run rampant, especially when, I was on these tiny ass sets. People were like, wow, oh, Lindsay, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, when you're an actor, even if you're chaos, no one's gonna draw the boundary. No one's gonna tell you shit because right, they right. just need you to do what you're there to do. Yep. So they and, actually and give you space and encouragement exactly. and just whatever keeps you exactly. going. And you know? your job is dependent on, on your mood. So you can't touch a person's mood or aura. Exactly. And so nobody like was like checking you. you? Yeah. They were just like, you know what I mean? And I, I wouldn't have been able to hear them anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I was never, I was never fucking there. There was nothing I could hear. I, there was nothing to do. All I could do was give you space and love and just like connection when you wanted it. When I called. And I, I got to tell you, I don't do that with most people. (laughs) No, I, I, I really, you. I really, I'm, I'm not gonna be reliable. On my I'm going to be honest. This is what I said a lot. I feel like you are the male me. I truly feel like I don't want you to take that as an offense. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I, I'm curious. I'm but curious what follows this. <laughs> because like, I just think like, I don't know, like you're smart and articulate. You like to debate. Yeah. Like yeah, you, yeah, yeah. I would always answer your call. Like I get it. Like yeah. I'm not the most social butterfly either. Yeah. Right. And there's only so much I can take, but like you are always somebody that I will have and make space for. Yeah. Um, but I just feel like, I don't know, we're similar, man. Yeah. Like we're ignorant and arrogant in the same way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we're yeah. also like so big hearted and kind and like, like trying to move forward. Yeah. You know, even if we're stumbling, trying to stumble forward. Yeah. And um, yeah, I just respect you a lot. And I, yeah. I say that with the greatest compliment. Yeah. As the greatest compliment no, I, because I, I think you are really articulate, smart, sharp, witty. <clears throat> um, <laughs> but I also think we have the, some of the same character. You've been excited and it makes me laugh. Yeah. Argumentative, like a yeah, little baby. bit narcissistic. Like, yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. And I, I just why I we get it. into it. I know. I know. <laughs> we argued a little bit before. before yeah, the, we get uh, into it. Yeah. And it was funny. It's it, nice. Yeah. Because I've kind of like gotten heated with you before and I love you. You're literally just like, let me know when we can talk about this in a calm way. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Dude, well, speaking, well, sometimes sometimes I know it's safe to get into the argument and I'm cool. And sometimes, now there's a word for it, BPD. Yeah. Sometimes you cross into something that I'm like, this is something else. We're no longer in like debate and I actually need to pull back and just go, hey, dude. Shark eyes. Yeah, let me know. When we can, let me know when you're like back. Let me know when we can talk. <clears throat> and I, I had to de-escalate that day. Nothing yeah, happened. We literally yeah, we just, just got into some and I was like, yeah. And I had to dissociate and de-escalate. It wasn't that I, I just you did like, great. Yeah, we all we and all I felt that. we all I, we all just like Shoo-shoo. yeah, like hey, and, this is not what we're here to do. Then it happened, and I felt so much joy in my like there was nothing left of it, right? Yeah. Because I felt it. Yeah, I felt it all right there. I felt like we were all holding space for one another, and yeah. like I'm glad we can do that. I know. Yeah. I know. I'm glad we can do that. Honestly, I'm going to be honest with you. I find that hard to do with people in my inner circle. I find that hard to do with people, period. Yeah. And I find it so respectful and amazing to feel that ability with you. I think like yeah. you bring this thing to the table where you're willing to like make a stand for your point of view or not just yeah. let things complacent or people please. Yeah. And 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 that brings that quality out of me. I, I know. Like it. I know. <laughs> I like it. I know. I like when I like when it like when we're good, when we can do it. I know. Because I know. yeah, I, I, know. I, I I like I love a little amongst people I love, I love a little like, well, let's get in like I have a point of view. And I'm gonna fucking mm-hmm. let's go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like 
I respect you, but like, <laughs> let's go. I also feel like we always talk in a tone when we raise our yeah, voices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a tone. Yeah, there's a tone. People are always just like, what the fuck? Yeah, a lot of people can't deal with the tone. Right, but I also think that sometimes we need to tone it down sometimes yeah this is, we're learning we're learning, right? we're learning. no no no, no. Learning. and i really i really am learning but that's that's one of the things i like about you too is that you're fiery yeah you know yeah. what i mean i like it sometimes i love, I love it. getting I love into it. it and then i feel like daniel is like this cool calm water well hold on wait <laughs> hold on what do i not know no daniel is calm water okay daniel is daniel's so um disassociated daniel's so Steady. He can pop in and he's out of zen. anything. He's zen because he's just so in his space. But Daniel will willfully be devil's advocate guy. So he'll add fuel to a fire that he's not feeling the heat from. <gasps> so he's a little fucking little menace as well. Okay, so he's be a fire starter. Yes. And then we'll just sit back in his cool fucking cucumber and just watch the fire play out. He's a little sick. Right. But I love him for it. That's why, that's, why, uh, that's how he contributes. I know, but he can start fires <laughs> that that are emotional for other people I know, that I know, he I know, is not emotional yeah, about. Yeah. And I can't play with Daniel. I love it, but I also know this. <laughs> and and that's why I like, like, I'll get into it with him because I know he's doing it just for the sake of, like, the ping right, pong. Like, right, let's right, go. Right. So I'll bring it. But you got to know Daniel isn't emotional about it. But there are points of view that I'm fucking emotional about. You are so emotional. <laughs> Daniel's over here just like the Taurus, like. Yeah, he's just like, but what about this inflammatory thing? Right, hmm? right, right. He doesn't even believe it. He'll just say it just to see I what happens. I'm a little bit like that too. I'm a uh, yeah. little bit, yeah. yeah no, I know. Right. And I'll do it but sometimes. I, no, but something. I feel like you're literally like, I'm saving the world with this argument. And I feel like you are because you're a good man who's done the research. And I understand. Not, I, understand. I don't think I'm saving the world, but you are right. I, I am like, I do. Doing your part. I do believe there is right and wrong in this world. And if, if you, if you feel strongly about, no, see, it gets hard because some people believe they're right and they're totally fucking wrong. I, but I, I do think there are points of view that need to be held and need to be uh, stood up for. And I, I do feel that like responsibility to be a good man in that way of like, no, man, no, I I'm totally not going to argue that. this for the sake of argument. This is right and this is fucking wrong. And we need to collectively agree upon this as a society. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, but then I mm -hmm. get a little heated and then, yeah, and then yeah. I've lost. Yeah. That kind of passion is like something that should be, that is so celebrated. That's what I think is like, again, character gift, character defect. That right. can get a little right. out biggest of balance. Biggest strength, biggest weakness. Right. That's it. And, we're like, and the thing is, the stakes are so high with what we're talking about. Yeah. It's not like we're discoursing about this, that, and other yeah. people's lot. Like, yeah, when you're getting when into it. When you're really it, getting yeah. into it and you're just like, this this is wrong. And, these, yeah, you and know, there are stakes to this. This matters. So, we can't just yeah. be unemotional. Yeah. This matters. Yeah. And that's where they get us because... Like, it means so much to us. So then it keeps us in the responsibility of taking care of all these huge social changes. Yeah. It feels crushing and overwhelming. And the people with the actual power to do that don't feel shit. I know. Right? And I so know. it just kind of tears you apart because you're just like... I was laughing. I talked about this with Allison Stoner the other day on the podcast. She was... Um, we were talking about that. Like, basically, like, we feel responsible for all these things that we take on the emotion of, but we can't really fucking influence. Not fucking really. There's a lot wrong with the world that I can't touch. I can't actually touch. I can just impact the world that I am actually involved in. The people who can, she made this joke. She's like, well, it's really hard to care about these things when you're on the private island and the Wi-Fi signal's not working. And I was <laughs> like, yeah, fuck. Yeah. You get a little disconnected uh -huh. when you're so fucking mm -hmm. removed from mm -hmm. the actual impact of these things. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's a big thing I've been trying to do as I've as I've grown um is let me let me try and pull back my energy and emotion um on things that I do care about but that I have no touch in that I can't actually affect or influence because there's a lot in my life I can. There's a lot in my immediate circle of influence that that's where my energy and motion and attention on how do I show up good here, here in the world that I influence. Like it's been a yeah big thing that I think all of us have to reckon with uh, when we're, because of technology, we are connected to everything and everyone in the world and every opinion. 
It's like, but you do have a limited bandwidth and you do have to pick where you're spending that bandwidth. And there are enough people to come up with enough causes. And I hate to say that. Like there are enough people to carry enough of the thing. And I think the thing we need to recognize is not the separate causes that we're all holding, but that we're all holding something precious, right? Yeah. And that we that we care about. And that I think that. This, this is what I feel. There's one change that needs to be made, not a hundred, right? And that one, like those these one and two big changes are going to trickle down in this way, right? We, we think we have to pop this one, this one, this one, this one. Like... There, there are certain standards of living that need to be just lifted up. Yeah, where we put the like the pedestal yeah. we put the Bible on or whatever. That's it. Yeah, there's just a standard a of living humanity. owed a to humanity. every person, yeah. and 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 that's where the infrastructure goes until we until we serve that right. I agree. But yeah. and 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 that's what I feel kind of scared too is that we don't we're not always looking at that purpose. Everybody's looking at for their one cause to be heard, and I get it. Like yeah. No, we need, we need, we need that too. We need That's that just too. Not where my, we yeah. need that too. And it's like, it's, it's yeah. hard for me to know because you just expend so much energy and you kind of feel like you throw it into a black hole. That, that. And, and that, that in and of itself is so taxing on me yeah. that I know I can't do my part for the next three or four days because I'm feeling, yeah. holy moly. No, that's it. I it's feel figure, so out of figure it. Figure out where you're putting stuff that is in a black hole. Figure out where in your life you can put your care that, so, that that it goes somewhere, that it gets felt, that it has impact, that it gets met. And it's small things that get paid forward. It, a moment in a day where you just have like human connection, that was great. It's, it's not real. that life's going to be great for the rest of the day. It's not that it's some grand gesture. It's just that, wow, you're connecting, that was worth it. Yeah, you know connecting what I mean? To life's this still hard, life. but that was worth it. I know, because we're not in these little individual mental silos. You know, we are a part of a big interconnected, interdependent thing. And it feels good when you touch it. Mm-hmm. You go, oh, I'm part of this whole thing. That's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. 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 I love doing it. And for whatever it does for the world, it lights me up inside to yeah. make small talk, do all this. I'm sure it's the narcissist performer in me giving me attention. <laughs> but I also just like, I like to notice people pay attention and listen because I think that's a type of love that a lot of people don't don't get. Yeah. And I think a lot of people end up telling me things and they end up saying, I don't know why I'm telling you this just because I'm listening. I truly care about how they felt about this. I don't know. And I don't this and that, but I care about what you're telling me and I can yeah. see that it affected you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just and to fucking yeah. give someone some attention. That's just it. Witness someone. That's it. Witnessing. Witnessing Sometime. is such a beautiful form of love. It really is. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And it's 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 simpler to do when we think, and it's immediate to us, yeah. right? Just witnessing people every day in your life. And that starts to relieve the cloud that we're living under, or at least the fog that we live under, that yeah. we don't have each other and can only trust the government, right? Yeah. It or starts that community. Whatever that, yeah. yeah, whatever that thing is that you put That you're giving your power over to. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Jinx. One arm wrestle? Like an organic juba chuba juba daba. <laughs> Um, can you tell me what role uh, acting has in your life these days? Because oh, none. <laughs> <laughs> okay, tell me about that. I, I want to preface it and say, like, I mean, we grew up as actors, right? You've been we've been rewatching Ned's for right. our Ned's pod, and I'm getting to see you as a, a newbie actor, and I just I I still just I think you're so good. I think you're so good at being on set and. Doing your, I just think you're fucking great at this shit. Uh, in in everything I've ever seen you in, God, that and, means so much to me coming from you, dude. I yeah, I I like man watching like early episodes of Ned's. I was like, damn, she's like this fucking locked in at fourteen. Like Stop. fuck you, man. Um, and I know. To be honest, listen, you made crazy choices through uh, post-Neds, but you kept working way more than I did. <laughs> you know, and it's confusing to me why that happened. Why I, I have fucking... no work after I have literally rid my life of demons. Yeah. <laughs> I think it takes time. Oh, way for more those time cycles. than it has. Yeah, yeah it yeah, takes yeah, time. Yeah. But, exactly. But I've been going through this like multi-year process of I mean the transition from childhood performer to adult performer is a is a mental it's an identity thing it's a where you put your time it's it's how much space it occupies in your life all this shit you have to debate whether you're going to continue doing it or not I've been going through this process there's actually a thing with sexuality I feel like so attached to it right like because you don't have really any sexuality before this but how do you mature into that sure and how then do you do you know what I mean? Because sexuality becomes such a part of the roles you pay in your twenties. Do you know sure. what I mean? I do. And so just seeing people as 
I mean, I don't know. That change was really hard for me as a woman to come into the feminine and get, understand that. Yeah. Sorry, go on. No, I, I, know it, I know it is for a lot of female actors, like, like getting into their fucking body and loving their body and their sexuality is like a process every woman actor has to go through. What, no matter what level of sexuality you do on screen, in some level, you have, you have to know that own energy in yourself. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to wield it mm -hmm. and use it because it's used in story. It's used yep. in acting. Yep. It's used in yep. relationship. And it's so powerful. Oh, yeah. There's a fear of this power, right? Yeah. And that's what it is. Like, you're sitting on the edge of this abyss, but it's awesome. You yeah. know, not abyss, but just like this, I don't know, this truly deep and wild, full, wild and, and bottomless thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, for men, too, I got to be yeah. honest. Like, I have to, I have, I've been, you know, I have to get in touch with my own sexuality as well to just be able to know what that power is within me and how do I wield it and use it and whatever. Um, but yeah, through this, through this process of like growing up and not working and wanting to work and all that shit, I've like, I always come back to, I fucking love this shit and I'm going to keep going. Like, I love it. I love it. And I'm going to keep going I know and I'm gonna keep that passion alive and I'm gonna go to class and work on shit that I love and just work on monologues and whatever that's where I'm at kind of in my journey and I'm curious where acting is for you right now hmm you know uh you know okay <laughs> I thought when I, so I left for two years and I came back and I did not ever in my life think it would be this hard to do anything again. Mm. I have a resume. What are you talking mm -hmm. about? What do you mean I'm having problems with every agency I come into? Mm. My own changes within myself. Like there, I'm, so it's been a bop around of like agents. So that's kind of like the first thing mm -hmm. I noticed is that me, myself is changing yeah. and my standards are changing and my tolerance for people is changing. Yeah. And there's not so much of this, choose me, accept me, pick me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Right? There's not that. And when yeah. there's not that, I think something changes, right? Yeah. When you feel like autonomous in your own, I don't know, they feel like they can't, you know, hold anything above you. Anyway, um, so seeing that side of it and just seeing like this influencer culture build up and God bless it. God bless evolution. God bless everything. Yeah. I think it's, I think I'm, 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 I'm just starting to put it in its place where like, it's less of this frantic, when am I going to get an audition yeah. and more of this just like identity that I appreciate yeah. and that I still have an open door for. I mean, I still have an agent, yeah. but I'm not putting all of my happiness, contentment, self-worth mm. and future in that basket anymore. Mm. Whereas before I was like, well, an actress is like my top tier. Yeah. I realized the value of entrepreneurship and the value of exploring different sides of yourself. Yeah. And I also realize that my priorities have shifted. Unfortunately, okay, so when I was working, I didn't really have to worry about money, yeah. right? Well, I mean, I still did. It honestly still came in droughts and this and that yeah, and other, like it still came, whatever, but my priority is financial security. Yeah. Okay. Um, That's a big one for that, most of us right, who get right, into your right. fucking that, 30s, late 20s, whatever. It's, it, but it's just not like that pure craft for me. Like I think yeah. it was in like the 90s. Where I don't know if it still is. <laughs> but also this influencer culture, just feeling really disheartened. I actually feel hopeless when I send self-tapes in. Like I'm throwing mm. it into a thing void. that it will never be watched. Mm. And I never get feedback. And mm. I'm going to be honest, the craft is better than it's ever been. Right? Because yeah. it's like... I've been working it. I coach kids every day. Yeah. I coach, a, like I help coach a class. I, I put my friends on tape for everything they do. I'm, yeah. I'm so about the work, right? Yeah. We put it on, on tape in their shitty apartment and I'm just like, yeah. this is amazing. Do you feel that moment we created? <laughs> right? And that's yeah, what it is for me. It's a spirit. It. Yeah. It's a spirit. My, it's the spirit. And I, yeah. and I just realized like I can have that spirit yeah. anywhere. Yep. So it's less, and it's obviously the ego coming down, but also morphing, and I think it's morphing. I think cool. it's finally like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I do. I do. Well, yes. I mean, this is this goes for any part of our identity in our lives. Like, we have some kind of hierarchy of value inside our own identity, and over life that shit is constantly morphing. It's adjusting. Like, yes, this is part of me, but maybe it's not the fucking biggest part of me. Maybe life actually moves it down into a healthier position, and now I'm a more whole version of myself because I'm not 
I'm not off balance because this one part of me I've put as the captain and the driver and the engine of everything I'm fucking doing. Amen. I, I've noticed that throughout my life, certain, not just with acting, but certain identities, my fucking nice guyness that I was for so much of my life with no boundaries because the priority for me was don't make people uncomfortable, be nice. That as the driving motive in all of my relationships is, is being overly sensitive. I don't want to ever make someone uncomfortable. Not a great ultimate value. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's just not that fucking relevant. Yes, have don't lose that. Have some sensitivity to that. But having that be the driving force in my life played out enough times where I went, okay, I am, my active mode is don't make people uncomfortable. That's not a very effective or powerful or even, it comes from love. It comes from care of the persons. But, but it's not a great, like, ultimate priority right but it's it's right it's not a great ultimate priority but it's also this like change in your own self-esteem right yeah. like you earn you earn that perspective yeah and i think we're the exact opposites where that's concerned Ex right? <laughs> I got, like i have worked to make people uncomfortable like i'm like i'll be the edgy exhibitionist exactly what let's see what happens right <laughs> And then drugs just make you all the more God complex. Yeah, Holy ego, ego booster. Holy. Ego booster. Oh my gosh. Yeah, inflator. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. No good. No I know. Good. But yeah, that whole, so, and, and acting, for sure, as child actors, I mean, being an actor is the ultimate identity and the ultimate driving force of your life because it, it was everything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And as we grow, I talked about this with Allison as well, is she was, she's kind of going through this process of like, I guess I'm still acting, but I'm so much more interested in other things mm -hmm. that I'm finding out I have all these other parts of myself that were diminished because I was solely focused on performer as identity. Right. And like what a beautiful process as we age is these things settling into like a different place in yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. So like my first sponsor said – you think that the work of your life is going to be glitzy, glamorous, in mm. lights. People are going to talk about it like it's going to be in the paper, whatever. But she's like, the work of my life was taking care of my husband the five years while he was dying of cancer. Mm. You know, yeah. like that was the, the work no of my life. Saw. Shit, nobody saw. Yeah. You know, the yeah. most unglamorous and probably, I mean, just like, I, and that was the work. Of, and that really affected me. Yeah. It really affected me. Yeah. You know, um. Yeah, that's huge. That's such a big uh, reckoning we have to mm -hmm, hit mm -hmm, as, mm -hmm. as, as we mature is, of course, when you're younger, you think your victories are going to be scoring a fucking touchdown at the end of the game and people lifting you up on their fucking shoulders and everyone seeing you and cheering for yep. you. You think those yep. are the important wins in your life mm -hmm. and those might not ever come, and if they do, they'll come and go. And the actual victories are private, and they're personal, and they're antisocial, and they're not sexy. Mm -mm -mm. The victories aren't sexy. It's like putting myself to bed before midnight and waking up refreshed. When you were saying that, homie, I've been doing that. And I've been doing it this last week. That my body loves it. I turns out my body really likes it. Loves it. I know. And I'm like, what it's been the waking me up just naturally. I'm not having my nightmares. I know. And I'm like, wow, like that's the work of your life yep. is small, mm -hmm. private choices that just are a little better for you. Yeah. Me learning how to take care of myself and caring enough to care about myself and knowing even when I'm alone, you deserve care. You know what Dude. I mean? Dude. And that's such a small and private journey. Yeah. Yep. It's people not, that people will be able to see, but they're not a part of that with me. Exactly. You know? They'll be able to see the effect. They'll mm -hmm. be able to see how it's radiating off you, but they won't see kind of that mental moment where you can go do the fucking other thing or the other behavior or just make that little shift. It's not even a big shift. It's just a little shift into something a little fucking healthier. Yep. Yep. And man, you do that consistently over mm -hmm, your life, mm -hmm. there's the work. Right. There's progress. Yep. Like, fuck, man. Yep. Yep. Yeah. 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 I think that's how, when the big wins come, you can actually hold them in a good place 
and move through them with grace and like have them be sustainable is when you're already doing that like private work, yeah. you know? Because that hollow shell of outside, like that's going to be great, but there's still going to be this gnawing thing, you know what I mean? Of just like that value that you get by making your bed. You know what I mean? Yeah, just dude. that that place to stand in the power and think, I deserve this. Yeah. Right? I can stand in my place yeah. and receive yeah. what this is because, because I've taken I've earned care it. of myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because and, I've taken and, care of my space. And myself, I know I deserve to take up choices. space. Exactly. Yeah. No matter what your skill or task is, yeah. yeah, that might be externally whatever, but your ability to receive the accolades you get, your ability to like, I don't know, be affected by that is um the fuck was I just talking about? <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I'm just like, blah, 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 blah. whatever. It obviously wasn't the fucking important. But um, anyway, sometimes it just goes pop. I told you I'm still paying all the effects. It happens to me as you well. You know what I mean? And I was listening so intently that I can't even go back. Um, oh no, gosh, we're been there. No, we're just talking about sustain, yeah, like sustaining yeah, yeah, those wins yeah, and receiving, yeah, and receiving. them. Because, yeah. because you know what? That's yeah. what I couldn't do with my success. Receive it. I never received it. Yeah. I received that paycheck. I received a credit, but I didn't receive it. Yeah, exactly. You know? You, yeah, you kept it at arm's length. I couldn't. I couldn't. When people said, oh, you're great, you're talented, that didn't mean shit to me when I got home. Yeah. You know, I didn't feel that myself. I had no integrity as a person. Yeah. I felt disgusting, gross. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. just Because unlo- of all the unlovable. private choices yeah. you're making. Exactly. all the fucking shit that and people that can't came, see. Yeah. That came to set just like, oh, my God, they can see it. Like how bad right. – right, like it changed my work. It changed, right. you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean part of me is so glad I didn't get the success that I wanted like in my early 20s. Like if I ended up on fucking Pretty Little Liars and it all just kept fucking going up. Um, part of me is really glad it didn't happen even though part of me is devastated. Um, Devastated. Nice. But um, get out. Um, no, <laughs> um, but part of me is really glad because I think of that wave of like Ned's and then another fucking show and it all just hit. I don't think I would have learned this shit of like, you know what? I take care of myself and, and my space in the world around me in ways that no one is going to see, but in ways that I know I'm doing. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And like no one can take that from me, and like I know it, and it gives me like just a groundedness in my life that like no, I know like I know how I show up to things yep. when no one's watching, yep. and yep. like mm-hmm. most of the time I'm pretty fucking okay with that. And so now, as I go after these things, and if I can get the success that I want externally it will be as a whole human. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it wouldn't have been if, if it came in my early 20s. I wouldn't have been whole about it. It would have taken me on a ride that I wasn't able to hold because it all just came too quickly and I wasn't fucking baked yet, yep, you know? Yep, yep, yeah. yeah. No, that's exactly what happened. And here's the thing. Like, the last few sets I was on before I had to leave, I mean, I wasn't happy. Yeah. Like, it did make me happy. Yeah. I was there, and I needed that paycheck, and that that was the Ugh. driving force. But, like, Ugh. I wasn't taking my care of myself before or after. I was just still so so miserable. I remember this one time sitting at Pretty Little Liars. We were sitting in Video, Video Village waiting to be called out. I was sitting like this alone, right, not talking to anybody because I, I, I was just so anxious on that set by the end. Yeah. So my last few hours, I was just sitting like this, and all of a sudden just tears start running down Ugh. my face. And I'm just looking at them like, how does this stop? And it's just running down my face. Ugh. And I didn't, I wasn't even emotional. Like, I was like, I don't know how to stop. Like, and my body just could not hold it anymore. Yeah. Like, I just, my personal, like, I was killing myself. Yeah. And yeah. yeah so and the work didn't mean anything to me. It didn't mean anything to me. I know. A set I know. with great people. But I couldn't and a turn it into an audience and great story and like all the shit that should be the fucking thing. It I was sh- in hell. Yeah. I was in hell. Yeah, man. Fuck. Yeah. It's so crazy. That's that's it. It's like, how can I get what I want, but also be in a place in my life where I can fucking hold it? <laughs> get the crown without falling down, down, down. Is that a song? Beyonce. Okay. <laughs> okay, sick. But that makes sense, six, right? Six, six. Get yeah. the crown without falling down, down, that's down. That's it. 100%. Heavy lies the crown. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> 
God, I was like allergic to the crown, made them like refit that. Like, <laughs> I'm going to get it this time. Yeah. I'm ready. My weave ready. Yeah. Yeah. It comes in all sorts of ways, man. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see what's here for me in my 30s, you know? Yeah. My 20s were a whole fucking journey. Yeah. Um, and so it's cool that part of this now is not only this podcast, but our, our <gasps> Ned's Declassified Rewatch Pod. I think when we drop this episode, it'll be out or close to out. So um, we can definitely talk about, like, how did that feel? How did it feel for you coming up? Like, I, I felt such a wave of, like, weird hope and just this big cycle of life bringing us back together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The three of us getting to sit down, not only watch the show, which is a fucking trip to, it's a rewatch pod. So we watch episodes and then talk about them on the, on the pod and like watching these episodes that I haven't seen in 17 years, strange, strange time dilation, fluctuation, emotions. Did you want to watch them before? Not really. Same. Not really. What was that? What do you mean? I mean, I just, I don't know. Like, not, I just feel like, I, I know, I just had, d didn't have an inkling to watch. Yeah, not really. I mean, I love the show. I love what we did. Rewatching has been a blessing. Because, right. like, after the first couple, once Ned's got into its groove, I was like, oh, I get why people love this. And I, I get, do. And I get how much fun we had. Like, this shit is fun. After I saw me in the pilot, I was like, I should have been on the fire. <laughs> Yo, the first couple episodes, I was like, yo, I felt a little like, wait, why are people still talking about this <laughs> oh show? Dude, like, I felt the Yo, I felt a little, I was like, oh, I was like, fuck, oh, dude, you wow, guys are holding this? on to something weird. But then, sexy. but then like three episodes in, yeah. we, like early, it, we hit a groove and I'm like, Oh, there's the Neds I remember. Yep, like yep. this shit's funny, right? It's silly. I was like, this, this had to have held up. I know, I know. Yeah, those first few, I was like, I was like, holy shit! <laughs> Fuck, was it all a lie? Was it all a fucking lie? What are we gonna talk about? What, dude, I, dude, I was scared. I was real scared. I was real scared. Yeah, I was like, are we about to like, kind of like bring back the joy are of something that I like think is terrible? The, like one of the great things that I literally hold as a foundational part of my life. Yeah, like, yeah, foundational. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so no, I never really wanted to rewatch the show. Um, and I'm, I'm glad that this has given us like a reason to mm -hmm, rewatch mm -hmm. it because yeah. rewatching it has been really weird and cool. And I don't know. It's a, like, like I said, like this big cycle of life and this thing that has been so, I mean, I'm unable to shake <laughs> this show from my fucking existence. <laughs> I couldn't if I tried. It's it's fucking thrust upon me, and I hold it so dearly right. in my memory. Right. Um, but then rewatching it is just like bringing it back in cool ways, and just spending this much time talking to you and Daniel I know. is bringing back this weird force in my life that was so beautiful, right? And yeah. so yeah, yeah, and and the way that the things we have in common as adults, but also just like this this childish love that feels like it's there, like beep that. beep beep. That you this know? little like yes, because for sure, engaging as adults and sharing all our stories is super fun. But it's more connecting to like just that, like you no, know, we loved each other as kids mm -hmm. and that is still there so yeah. some part of my inner child is just like <laughs> what's, what's up fuckers yeah. and there's also a safety that I feel with you guys when yeah. I'm with you I feel very just like I don't know like safe that's that that's just yeah. the word no same. like not on edge not anxious not feeling like I need to be anywhere else just like yeah because I mean we just have this old context for each other yeah that was a safe time yes and so that's still fucking there and in us you know mm-hmm um, what <laughs> talking about how we get we get like referenced for each other throughout our lives. What happened <laughs> recently with this guy who just came up to you and just said, "Just said cookie, okay. just nothing else." I'm gonna be yeah, honest. Well, so I, oh, I needed you to see his face because there's a reason I sent you that. He literally he was like, "Wait a second, do I know you?" And I always try to be like, "Like, I, unless I don't know. you know, you know, yeah." yeah. And I'm like, "Does he?" And so he was like, and my friend was like, tell him, tell him. And she's like, Ned's declassified. And he was like, cookie. <laughs> How am I supposed to take that? <laughs> my friend actually is so offended that she clarifies she was Mo's. Mo's. He's like, okay. 
I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know if he was just reminiscing, but there was nothing like I loved Cookie. Right. Cookie. Just Cookie at you. I, I love that story. And that, that happens in comments and in real life. Like I said, like no matter what happens, some people just say Moe's or Cookie yep. at me. Oh. Not even where's Moe's, not where's Cookie, just Moe's Cookie. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, man. I had no idea. Dude, it's so funny. I'm just like, yes. Oh, Dang. That's the name of those characters. Yep. Like, fuck, man. Not even a question. Whoa. Not a where. Right, not a how right, are right, you. Right, 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 right. Just no other, pro- no other pronoun words with it. Um, so the other thing is whenever I post a TikTok that's like, you know, about a, like not about a, a dude, but just like one of those, one of those um, oh. audios that's like about whatever. Yeah. And they're like, you know, whatever. And they're just like, how could you do Ned like that? Does yeah. Ned know about this? Yeah. Facts. Right? Facts. Yeah. If I post anything, it's like, oh, does Moe's know about this? Majority of the comments. We're linked forever, man. And we both know about each other's extracurricular activities and we don't care. It's true. It's fine. It's all good. (laughs) All right? Fuck. It's always a weird thing. It's always like that weird subject that's like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to leave it there. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see how it gets uh, just reinvigorated with yeah. us all yeah, on a no, fucking I'm pod talking all the time. Yeah, I'm going to be I feel like I'm going to have to start living again to have things to talk about. I think we have a ton. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be real. I feel we, we record our Ned's pod episodes like, like, like in batches. So we do a bunch in a day. And I'm going to be honest. I feel very vulnerable when I drive home because... I don't know what I just said because by the end of the day, I'm loose, I'm tired, I'm no longer aware, we've been talking for hours, and I'm with you and Daniel in a room in private. We're recording something that's going to go out to everybody, but by the end of the day, I can't, I'm not even... So, I'm just with you guys. Yeah, like, so we're just mm-hmm, fucking around yep. and we're saying all sorts of shit and I'm pretty sure I blacked out and then I drove home a couple of those nights and I was like, what did we just say? Oh my gosh, I gave I'm away little, the farm and I was like, why? Why? I know, I'm why? a little nervous. Yeah, me too. I was like, first of all, I feel like the first few episodes just like our show are gonna be boring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think the first few, we're gonna be figuring it out, all right? First few episodes are gonna be really show heavy, right? Yeah, we're, we're trying to figure it out. Right? We're trying to figure out our flow. And then it just turns into like... <laughs> <laughs> it literally turns into like just this high school grade... Like, yeah, we're... We I feel like we haven't seen each other. We're like, whoa! How do I know? We we start talking about all sorts of shit, <laughs> weird shit. Oh man! Anyway, um, enjoy it. it. Enjoy it, it, everyone. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what we talk about. I hope. I hope it's all okay. What does I that feel mean vulnerable. if you can't even think of it? Like I can't even. I have no idea. No, it's because like we're just present and loose and talking. Like yeah. I don't know. I don't remember what I fucking did right, yesterday. Right, it's right, that right, shit. Right. You know? How long have we been even like here talking? <laughs> no, that was a bad joke. Just forget it. <sighs> Yeah. So we'll see. We'll no, see. I, I, I hope, just. I, no, I hope anyway. everyone loves it. I hope we don't make fools of ourselves, and and I hope everyone knows what a joy it is. I meant that is. as in like like what have we been even talking about? I can't even yeah. remember the last hour. I didn't mean that in like a mean way. Like no. how long have we been talking? You're good. Okay. <laughs> God, I feel so like. No, you, you're good. All right, good. Yeah, there's. I love making clarifications like that cool. because I yeah, hate just, if people even felt a sliver of that. Yeah, nope, you're good. Go with we're, your outro. we're great. You're great. We're great. Um, but yeah, I, I I just I'm excited to put it out into the world and like the universe the universe acts in the way that it does. And when I'm at my best, I trust I trust it. I trust that I can't see everything that's happening in life and that I, I trust that it's for my best. So like I wanted a Ned's official Ned's reboot to happen. Maybe it still could. I'm less interested in it now. Like, like the podcast feels so good. Mm-hmm, like it mm-hmm. feels like it's fulfilling that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I, yeah, I, 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 I'm I agree with you. I'm I agree content. with you. I'm super open and you know, every, whatever could happen from here. Like a lot of interesting comments to read and like people, you know, thinking and whatever, just uh, still, I think so easy to do, but you're right. Like that, that feeling of like needing it to be validated or whatever, like yeah. that does feel like that energy is coming back together on the podcast. Yeah. I feel like exactly. I, I did feel the need that like something needs to happen with us and this show because 
there's so much love there still. Yes. And so the thought was, let's do a reboot. And like I said, I guess it could still happen, but I am. Le- it didn't happen. It hurt. And now I'm like so content with it because it was just that feeling of something needs to happen with this. And the pod feels like it. And I'm getting all the kicks that I wanted to have. Yeah, just like sitting same. in a room and shooting the shit with right. you and Daniel. Exactly. And rewatching the show and the bloopers. And reminiscing about the... I gotta be honest, though. Like, every so often I got this dream that we're back shooting a first season of something, and it's honestly exhilarating. It's exhilarating just mm. to be in the dream. And, like, we're passing each other on set. And, like, seriously, like... That's it, wild. It, it, I mean, it was... It's just so cool. Have you had dreams that have come true? Are you a... Have you had premonitions? Um, I only had one premonition in my life. Right. That was that we were going to win the big screen TV we entered for at High V when I was <laughs> nine. And my mom called me at school <laughs> to tell me we won that shit. They, they called you out of class. She's like, Lindsay, we won! And you were like, I fucking dreamt it! <laughs> and I was like, wow, life's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, little did sweet Lindsay know the twists and turns the road would take. <laughs> oh, man, that was a great day, though. <laughs> oh, I love day. that. Was that in Nebraska? That was in Nebraska at my St. Peter's Middle School. Wow. Yeah. I still can't believe anyone's from Nebraska. Right? Right? Yeah. No, it's gotten chic in the, like, the bat, like... Yeah? I mean, kind of, with Lady Gaga. Oh, is she Nebraska? No, no. No, she's no she said... No, she just screamed Nebraska in that song. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, one of the Maroon 5 guys is from Nebraska, not the one you ever see, but the one... <laughs> That plays the gear. <laughs> okay. And uh, wow. anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually not chic anymore, but I am yeah. from there. Cool. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. It's good. Hey. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Would so you- do you spend a lot of time in Australia now with your sis? I mean, a lot is relative, more than probably most people right, who right, don't right, live right. in Australia. There, yeah, you're going. Um, we, we try and go once or ye- a year, and now she's got a little baby. So I'm going very soon to meet my little niece. <laughs> I love her already. Um, but I'm going down soon and now with like, now that there's going to be a little human growing down there, I'm going to try and get down there even more. But Did she ever come back here? Well, the thing is, COVID happened. The thing is, I never thought in my life I wouldn't be able to see my sister, like impossible to see her, even though she's so far away. It was always like, well, I can hop on a flight or you can hop on a flight. COVID happened. I didn't see her for three years, dude. Three years because uh, Australia's COVID lockdown protocols were so gnarly uh, that I couldn't go there. And if she left, she could come here, but there was no telling that she could get back. Oh, my. So for three years, I didn't see her, which is insane. Right. Um, And my mom and I, we try and get down there once a year. And she used to, it used to be like, I would go down once a year and she would come here once a year. So mm-hmm. then at least twice a year we're seeing each other. Right. I don't know what it'll be now with the fucking baby. I, you know, we'll, we'll see what, what happens. Um, Are you taking a little like present down for the baby? I should. Yeah. Great Ooh, idea. Take it like a really cute something I'm that gonna, it could have in its crib forever. I, I got to get like a, I want to get like just a obnoxiously massive stuffed animal. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I want something that's just too fucking That big. she's just going to be like, fucking have to move this. Like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. want that. I mm-hmm. want cumbersome mm-hmm. love yeah, for her. Love that, love because that. Because I'm far away, yeah. I need her to know yeah, that I'm always here. That it's here and this stuffed animal is the size of your room. Oh my God, this is so cute. But yeah. You can order such cute ones or get such oh, cute dude, ones. Oh, dude, I'm I'm so excited for my sister and my family. It's yeah. like a big th- a feeling a big, like, whoa, huge there's, deal. our lives are forever changed. There's yeah. now a new human in our family yeah. who we all love and like, Holy shit! And um, yeah, I can't. I can't wait to get back down to Australia. It's an amazing, it's an amazing country. Amazing you are place. just like an a, like a traveling man. That's what I would call you. I I uh, yes, I love it. Yep, and I I'm going, going to continue to be. Last year was fucking epic for travels, and I want that to continue in my life. I I work <laughs> and pursue things that give me a different kind of anxiety, but also the freedom that I can like get up and go places because yeah. I don't, I'm not living the nine to five. I don't have to put in PTO. I don't have to put in, I don't have to ask someone if I can take a vacation. Wait, so PTO? Paid time off. It's, it, I don't have oh, to, wow. I don't have to, sub, like, dude, people who have regular jobs, they can't just get up and 
go. They have to submit it to their boss and it has to get approved. Yes, sir, you can travel where you want for this amount of time, right? Like, mm -hmm. I get that. I, I realized after COVID and being locked down, like, I need to take advantage of the fact that I don't live that life. Yeah. And I need to go see the world. And yeah. I went to Israel and Europe last year and just like, I want to keep you go by yourself. doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, fearful. You know who I was inspired by for years? Um, do you know Mayata? Mayata Walsh, my homie? Um, do you know oh, of her? I, yes, I do. Yeah. I do. Um, so Mayata, who I'll have on this pod at some point, Mayata, uh, like through her 20s, as a single female, would travel to Europe for weeks at a time with, with no strict itinerary, like a flight in and not booking her flight out, and would travel, man, alone as a woman. And she would crush it and have these amazing experiences. And yeah, you gotta be aware, but like she was not only fine, she was enriched by these experiences. And I was so inspired by that. Like, dude, you just go and you just wow. figure it out and you see places and you're smart and you're capable. And I was inspired by that and you know. That is so uh, beautiful. Like, yeah, I, I've only like seen, like I know of her and she's so stunning, but like that's so even more, wow. I know, I'm gonna have her on to talk about it because people need to know, young women need to know yeah. that, that you can do this. There is a way yeah. to not be afraid of the world and go see it and just be smart. Yeah. Um, we need to go because someone else is coming into the studio. Yeah, no. Uh, Lindsay, yeah. I love you. I love you so much. Yeah, I Thank love you so much. Thank you so much for having me on. Thanks for bullying me into coming on. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Right? Anytime, <laughs> right? And now I can just be like, he does love me. I <sighs> do. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, everyone uh, go listen to our Ned's pod when it's out and enjoy it. Um, Day after Valentine's Day. That's right. Feb 15th and every Wednesday. Yeah. Um, it's been a blast and I'm excited to see where this year takes us having yeah. something to collaborate on together. Yeah. And thank you for all the work you've done to make that po Ned's podcast because he's definitely been the intermediary between everything. And congratulations on making this, man. I'm thank really you. happy for you. You deserve all the good things. You put so much good effort and time and research into like your endeavors and I'm really happy for you. Thanks so much. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to that Onami podcast. Onami is a creator-led educational platform that teaches you the things you wished you learned in school so you can thrive in adulthood. Onami lessons are completely free and they're taught by some of your favorite creators from around the internet. Head to onami.co to start learning about things like budgeting, investing, taxes, how to thrive in your relationships, how to find your dream job, and so much more. That's onami.co, O-N-O-M-Y.co. See you there.